Today on episode 76 of the Homo Play podcast. Wait, where are the news articles? What happened this week? Nothing? Uh, no Sony showcase? Uh, today on episode 76, we vamp and talk about random stories for the week. All that and more. I wouldn't go that far about random, but let's get some intro. (laughs) (laughs) Too scripted? Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to episode 76 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday the two best friends join forces to give you the latest in the PlayStation rumors, news, and reviews, and that is because we're the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hiya. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. Because of this, that allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free if you enjoy your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by telling your friends, family, and the wizards about the podcast and that they can find all of our stuff on your favorite podcast service of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we're growing, and it's all because you love the gaming homies, helping to spread the cause through the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints we want to hear from you, please send any of those to our email address, homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss all the things i couldn't be bothered to write down this week okay we have nine things to talk about not articles this week uh we keep making jokes about it but basically we ran out of recording time uh so we're just going to briefly touch on the topics this week but uh yeah we just didn't have time to write it out and uh kind of a slow one yeah that's another yeah, good one. A little bit we slow. didn't have a lot to talk about to begin with, so yeah, I'm not that bothered. Uh, but before we get to all that stuff that I couldn't be bothered to do, uh, Chris, what have you been playing this last week? A little bit of this and a little bit of that. I still got my two TVs set up right now in my living room and too lazy to take it down. Uh, so I've pretty much been watching TV and uh, playing a lot of Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, really enjoyed it. Finished it. Got the platinum. Another one off the list. It was good. I enjoyed it. I recommend it. Um, I don't know if I recommend it at the full price that they're charging for it, which I don't know what the full price is right now. I'm pretty sure I got it with a deal. Don't, not sure how much I paid for it, but it's definitely worth a play for sure. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, you know, it was, it's one of those. It's it's almost complicated with all the different functions and gadgets and stuff, but for some reason it just it works. You just remember how to switch and what type of swing you want to do, what kind of zip jump you want to do, and I don't know. It just comes back. It's 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 really good. You you played that one too, right? You like that one, I think. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed Miles. Uh, like I said, I think it improves some things from the original Spider-Man game, though. I think you know being smaller, bite-sized chunk it doesn't impact me as much story-wise like i think it's fine but like forgettable antagonist and uh i just like i said the story itself didn't impact me like the original one uh yeah like and there's spoiler reasons why i can't talk about that but uh it's not a very long game like it's almost like this could have just been like a an expansion but i mean i guess the original game wasn't that long really either Unless you were doing like everything, like all the side stuff and whatnot, but they can call it whatever they want. I, in my head, I, I think of it as an expansion. I think they could charge more because they didn't call it that. But really, it's the same game, same engine. Everything's the same. They just, you know, changed a few things, tweaked it. I kind of look at it like, you know, uh, a good size expansion like we got from Witcher Three. You know? 
yeah, blood and right. wine or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Other than that, I briefly turned on Immortals Phoenix Rising. Just did a couple random things in that. I'm trying to... I want to get another open world game done. I mean, I don't really count Spider-Man because you could just get around so quick on that one, but I just want to get one of these other big ones done. I've got so many damn Ubisoft ones that just keep piling up, but... And then I guess the bigger one is the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut came out finally, so... I ordered it. I purchased it. It's it's installed. I started the new game plus, but all I did was literally start it. And I'm like, I'm excited to get back into this. I just don't know when I'm going to do it, but it is ready to go. Uh, we should try the multiplayer at some point too. Did you buy the correct version of it? Yeah. Well, I bought the upgrade version and I, and then I guess the PS5 version didn't come out till like the day after for some reason. You no, it was the day of yesterday. Oh, did, was it the day of? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like I pre ordered the upgrade before you couldn't pre order the upgrade and the um, director's cut at the same time or something. I can't remember. It was confusing. But yeah, I got, I got it eventually. It was, but looking forward to getting into that one. Uh, on PC, mostly the same stuff PUBG, uh, more Naraka, which I'm liking a lot. Uh, haven't played a lot, but uh, yeah, and more Path of Exile. I got up to Act 6. Um, kind of stalled right now. I've just been trying some other stuff. And then some other new games have come out. Uh, there's a couple on Xbox Game Pass. I know, shame, we're talking about it, but I'm going to do it. Uh, too, too good of a deal. Uh, Humankind, I am downloading it currently. I'm looking forward to trying that. That's kind of like a Civ-style game, it looks like. Uh, usually a pretty decent fan of those games. So, And then 12 Minutes, that was one that we were excited for with... Uh, Daisy Ridley and Willem Dafoe uh, got probably played like two or three hours. I'm, I'm not trying to look up any spoilers or like how to like solve it because there's like there's a way to solve it. So I've been slowly progressing, uh, figuring out more of the story. Uh, I won't I don't want to talk about it because of spoilers and anything. But yeah, I'm just trying to figure out ways of progressing it further so I guess, yeah, it's just maybe I'm going a little slow at it or whatnot, but I mean, it's it's fun. It's good. Um, other than that, yeah, I think that's pretty much been my gaming week, mostly the last couple of days, to be honest. But uh, how about yourself? What have you been up to? Uh, so I kind of, I don't know. I think Demon Souls broke me, but I'm not really enjoying Dark Souls 3 as much. Uh, I think Demon Souls does things better, and uh, I mean this could be super controversial for whoever, but I feel like the more or the the next sequel in order, it feels like Miyazaki didn't so much make more make better and more clever decisions. He merely just broke things intentionally and make the game harder in what I would call a cheap way. But I didn't notice this at the time because you know I never played Demon Souls before. And I think I really kind of started with the Soul series with Bloodborne. Uh, and it's a, it's a quicker game. I, I feel like it's almost a little easier because of that. So I enjoyed that. Then after that, I went to Dark Souls 3 because it came out, I think, a little bit after. Uh, and yeah, I got through that. It was only after, I think, Dark Souls Remastered came out that I tried it. But all these games, I was playing them like... <laughs> I was spacing out the playtimes a lot. So, you know, I'd play Dark Souls and then maybe a year later, Remastered came out. So I, I'm playing that. It's just now playing 
three consecutively, Demon Souls, uh, Dark Souls 3, and now I'm playing Dark Souls Remastered with Curtis. Uh, or sorry, I guess we haven't teamed up yet, but we're, we've gotten to the part where we can start playing together. And I'm just realizing, yeah, Demon Souls worked in so many better ways, and everything in the later games just seems tedious for the sake of being tedious and just making it harder. And I just feel like the only word I keep coming up with is just it's cheap. You know, the rolling slower. Every enemy has a delayed attack, and like that's to make it harder. It's like, oh, he delayed it, and you rolled too early. Ho ho ho! And I'm like, I don't know, man. It just felt like fluid in Demon Souls. And now it's, I'm finding that it's almost de- playing Demon Souls has almost wrecked my experience with the Soul series, which now has brought on this like new anxiety for uh, Elden Ring, and I'm I'm kind of worried. Hopefully, he doesn't lean that way, or I'm hoping he goes true to form and kind of goes backwards. Because even like parrying's broken in Dark Souls Three. I know some people can do it. Some people have mastered it, but they just made it harder for no reason whatsoever. It's just like okay, like great just take things that work and break them. I'm like, cool. Um, so anyway, I'm doing that right now. And then I finally got a break from that and played, uh, we talked about it last week, but, uh, the tales of Arise demos out. So I got an hour into that. I haven't like finished the demo or anything, but I was definitely just running around fighting as much stuff as I could trying to figure out this combat system. Cause it's a little much, you know, they kind of just throw you in it at, while every character, like, your party's full, everyone's level 25. I hate that kind of stuff. Like, that's not how you introduce people to games. But I, at the same time, there's more mechanics there, so it's probably better than introducing them to the start of the game, right? Um, so whatever. I, I had fun with it. It's interesting. It's a lot to take in uh, in a short time like that. Or at least it is for me. I'm sure there's some RPG diehard people or JRPG diehards that could probably figure out really fast. Um, but it was enjoyable. Uh, it's, it, I'm left with the impression that I do want to play more. So at some point, if I get any time in this weekend, I want to finish that demo. So that's a good sign. Uh, definitely better than Berseria right away. I can say that. Uh, I think those are only two Tales games I can think yeah, of. I remember that trying that one with you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 Berseria was a game, but it just, yeah, it didn't. This one feels better, but it's also just, yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, I definitely need to like, take some time to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. um and then after that oh yeah i guess uh ghost of Tsushima got the uh director's cut uh got the correct version but i knew like i had to wait to the day so uh it's still annoying procedure like don't get me wrong we, we oh, can yeah. have a whole conversation on playstation needs to really clean this crap up it, it's getting too much now like even uh so i bought it on the mobile app there's no way to tell what you're buying on the mobile app even there's like I search Ghost of Tsushima then the director's cut comes up then there's like three versions two of them will say PS4 and then there's just one with nothing so it ended up being the one with nothing was PS5 but nothing about it like when you click on it nothing says guaranteed it does not tell you outright that it's a PS5 version yes the only way I figured it out was just the pricing I went online and it said like oh it should cost this much and then I went back to the app. I'm like, well, it matches this, but nothing else tells you. It does like list like PS5 upgrades, but I'm like, well, that could still be in any of them, right? You know, you could get the other one and it could say, well, for an upgrade fee, you get these yeah. features. So and it's confusing too, because it says like in the PS4 version ones, it'll say something like this will work on the PlayStation 5, yeah. but some features may not be available. And it's like, well, is this the upgrade? <laughs> like, what is this? Like, it's no, so it, absolutely. It's very uh, just... Oh, it's so annoying. 
Uh, so once I figured it out, downloaded it, then found out I had like the PS4 version still there. Uh, I think it like almost tried to re-download the PS4 version. It was really annoying. Uh, fixed that up. It's fine. You know, 60 gigs later. Yeah. Uh, then I found out as part in act three that I couldn't go back to start the Eki Island stuff because of where I was. So I had to finish a couple story quests. Finally got in there. So I've had about three hours, maybe three or four hours in the new Eki Island expansion. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I think some things are tedious. Um, they added like shamans and they buff everyone and make them like just ferocious and crazy. And they don't seem to stop attacking ever. Uh, so then you want to take them out quick, which typically for me, like I've gotten used to the combat enough is like pull out your longbow because that can shoot through their helmets. So you just instant headshot, slow down time, then take out the rest. But the, the one part I do enjoy is the um, enemies now can switch weapons on the fly, which hmm. means you have to pay more attention. So I'm like, OK, that's cool. That's uh, I think that's positive progression in the gameplay. Um the other, this, so I'm really enjoying it. I should, I want to emphasize that the most, but they, at the same time, and this is a big, but I think they made a cardinal sin and they did what I hate in every game that's ever tried it before is that bullshit where you inhale something or you eat something or you're poisoned and then you go through this trippy visceral space and blah, blah, blah. Like every Far Cry has ever done. Uh, I'm tired of that shit. It shows up in way too many games. It always annoys me. It's always a drag to the story, to the progression. It, it, in my opinion, it's never been done in a great way. I hate it every time I see it in trailers and games. I'm just like, oh, I'm not doing that. Like 100%, this one does it right away. Like it is literally the first thing you basically, uh, well, no spoilers, but you finish like your first mission after getting there and it, boom, you're doing it. You're taking these stupid drugs and then the rest of the game, it's just a pain in your ass. Uh, it's not too invasive after you get over it, but the initial bit of it, it's like, you know, it's always the same. You're like in a form that you can't really do anything. So you're just running on a racetrack, basically, just constantly moving, moving because you can't do anything else. And then things change around you. So it's like, OK, change direction. OK, I'm running, running. Well, all this crap's happened in the background that is nonsensical, doesn't impact the story, in my opinion. Uh, I'm just like, oh, I, I just, it's such a trope. It's so overdone. Stop doing these drug sequences in all these games. Stop it. It's not original. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously, it just, it upsets me that much because it's like, especially in the last few years, I feel like it, it shows up in almost everything. It's true. It is it, it become pretty common. It's one thing if the game was designed around that like where the character has problems like i yeah. think kind of like max Payne sort of had some of that or like or um hellblade right like yeah. not that it's exactly the same right. but that is touching on schizophrenia they really wanted to nail it down that this is how yeah. at least from their research they interpret that condition mm-hmm. i respect that that is your point you are trying to talk about it. this is just a crappy add-on that's just I don't know. I, I, I knew it was a problem because even before you get to Eek Island, you have to do this little quest uh, still in Tsushima. And like right away, the people like you see the NPCs and they're like, and they're tripping out. I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. Like, we're doing this, right? We got to do it. Yeah. Couldn't think of uh, something a little more fancy. Nope. Just do what everyone else did. It worked for them. Like, even like, you know, I love the Spider-Man games, right? We talked about it all the time. That was the 
in my opinion, is the worst part of the original Spider-Man is when Scorpion stings you and it's the whole hallucination. I, it's just, it's bullshit. It's not fun. They made the swing not fun because like, oh, the poison's rising. You got to swing faster. Mm. And it's just, ah, uh-huh, ah. Uh. And then the, and the whole fight scene in the, in the, like, when you're fighting Scorpion while, like, having the poison effects, it, it's, none of it was good. I hate that entire section Scarecrow of the game. Scarecrow and all the Batmans. Yes. Yep. Mm. You nailed it there. Like, and, like again, we, we're just bringing up examples free, willy-nilly because it's so prevalent and it's so crappy. Like, yeah. it, it literally, I remember it because of the, dis- the level of disdain I have for that. Remember the Scarecrow one in the, what was it, the most recent Batman, where it's like, oh, Arkham three, three quarters of the city was like, a, there was a gas level. And you could only go on top of the rooftops. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, why is this in this? This is a stupid mechanic. Well, some yeah, of, the, sca- some t- of the Scarecrow stuff is really good. Like the original, the first one where it's like the game. Re- yeah, where the game yeah. resets and it's like, what's going on? And then Batman's tied to the table and it's like, what the hell is happening? I literally thought my TV was screwed up that, when that happened. Mm-hmm. So they do do it right in some sometimes, but then yeah, like you say, like the Far Cries, they definitely go on that one quite a bit. Oh my god, yeah. the last Far Cry! <laughs> oh Jesus, so much of that is on drugs. Yeah, Jeez. and I and I get like I'm probably even missing a lot more that we could be talking about. It's just not coming to my brain currently. But yeah, I just I probably rambled about this enough. But that that really turned me off. Assassin's Creed mushrooms. But yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, you got me on that one. There's so many. And I just feel like, I don't know, everything else is fine. Like, you know, uh, they kind of, I guess, got the message that we were done with the 800 Fox Dens. So in this upgrade, uh, currently I've done like a monkey one and a cat one. And the cats are cute as hell. I don't know what the hell the cat they're supposed to be, but they look like a baby leopard. It's cute as shit. Um, And I like that the flute uses the motion controls. So you got to like control your controller up or down to control pitch in the flute and you're trying okay. to like yeah so it's a little nice and then like they solely walk to you because apparently they love your music as long as you're doing well they love your music so much that they'll let you pet them which again kitty cute monkeys i'll never trust a monkey i don't i don't give a shit how cute you want to make it that mother is going to kill you in your sleep and we all know it so <laughs> I, I mean, saw a, a perk you could buy i don't know if this was in the original or if it was added on but there's a perk you could buy where like you can make enemies dogs allies you, oh that's that in the that's was uh, that the original? That was in the prior update yeah so that was that's kind of cool that you can like befriend them and then you have an ally dog running around with you it's really annoying oh, they just it? bark constantly and they're just like you know it, it takes away all stealth from the game but again i assume you're building to have that um talisman or i forget what they refer to the charms i think maybe they're right, charms yeah um yeah, you're probably building something with those charms to have a more upfront uh, approach. You're probably not trying to stealth with like a dog that's constantly running into walls and barking. Um, <laughs> it's going to be really hard. Like, is like okay, well we're caught. Um, but yeah, like there's new charms like you brought up. Uh, I think the newest one I liked is the chain assassination. There's one I think it's with the monkeys where it allows you to throw a, a kunai or if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, 20 meters away and I'm like okay so you can have a ranged kill now finally because that was the number one problem I, I, I guess chain assassinations would have in that game um, I can't remember the other one they added more you know I've already gotten to a haiku area uh, I did the hot springs the archery challenges I've done two of those those can eat ass for all <laughs> I care um, 
that is super annoying you know you got i think you would enjoy it and you're probably the only one that i'd know that could do like get gold on them because it is ridiculous they want you to hit like 10 lanterns i'm just spitballing but I, i think it's around 10 in like seven seconds and i'm like but they're far enough that you need to charge the bow so i'm like i get they probably want you to do the the slow motion like slow time uh bow stuff but like you can like at least for my build oh you know what now i'm thinking about it yeah, i bet you it's all to do with charms i uh you know what i'm thinking yeah i bet you i need to rethink if i want act- i don't think it matters to get gold like maybe it gives me like one more ghost ghost flower i don't know i can't remember but uh i i just get a little annoyed i'm like how am i supposed to do this in seven seconds when my average was like 22 <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ouch, but just gotta trim it down. Just trim it down. If anyone could figure it out, it's probably gonna be you anyway. So I'll have to ask you when you finally get there. Yeah, Um, I started a new game plus and I'm like, how do I wanna do this? Because I'm like, I think I wanna go in and enjoy the whole thing again. Because there's tons of stuff I didn't get in the first playthrough, surprisingly for me, I know. But it was like, do I wanna try the hardest difficulty? And I set it to insane plus, so I didn't obviously get into any fights, but I want I want to see how bad it is, like on that difficulty, like if I'm if I really want to like just end it all. <laughs> and I, I just before we end, um, it, this is kind of spoilers, so if you don't want to know about Easter eggs in this game at all, um, and slash spoily armor sets, uh, just skip. I'm only going to do this not even thirty seconds, but just for you, Chris, um. I found out why well, I got the Shadow of the Colossus armor set. Oh, right. Yeah, I heard about and that. And I also got the Bloodborne one. And the Bloodborne one's kind of cool. I'm like, it's like Raven Feathers. So I'm like, nice. okay, you got me on that one. It's all black. I'm like, I, I really like this one. I hated it at first because the hat's got some weird feathers going straight Bloodborne. out. Bloodborne, yeah. Yeah. But even the other one, the uh, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, I'm like, the f- it's, it's growing on me. I'm like, I love that it's got the Shadow of the Colossus symbol on the cape and the mask, the mask is okay, but I'm like, yeah, I really like the Bloodborne one, and I can't, oh, I guess the next one would be the God of War, so, yeah, hopefully I'll figure that out soon, but other than that, I think we've talked about a lot, <laughs> I think we've <laughs> eaten up a good chunk of the show right there, yeah. so we'll get into our pre-discussion news, uh, which is going to be all of our news this week, like I said, just didn't have time for write-ups and all the other stuff, so we're just going to go willy-nilly, not a lot here this week, so, uh, you know, deal with it. So we go with number one. We found out this week that NetherRealm Studios could be prioritizing a new Mortal Kombat game over its DC superhero series Injustice due to uncertainty over its future with parent company WB Games. Uh, Just getting a little further into that. uh, This is all according to uh, journalist Jeff Grubb, and he cites in his new giant bomb video that uh, they're working on Mortal Kombat 12 currently already. Which would kind of make sense because we talked, uh, maybe we didn't talk about it. I think maybe we put in homework, but they kind of admitted that they were finally done with Eleven, that there was no more DLCs. Uh, you don't really have they to. They definitely like, added a lot to it. Oh, for like sure. Characters and stuff like that. And then basically, quotes from Jeff Grubb, it lines up with the reality and it lines up with what I've heard where Mortal Kombat 12 would make the most sense because that's the game they know and that will make money. It will sell well. Mortal Kombat 11 uh, was great. It's doing well, but if you come out with Mortal Kombat 12, it will also sell and do well. Uh, he adds, the same, at the same time, you don't use any of these Batman or Superman characters that might 
be tied up in licensing if you try to get rid of Netherrealm or sell it to whomever. Uh, I don't think we have to really dive deeper. It's pretty obvious. You know, um, we've heard reports that uh, ever since that new deal that WB did, that they're talking about selling off some of their uh, developers. And uh, I still can't, like for me anyway, like maybe if you're trying to maximize profit off of selling something, then fine. But like, I would have never thought they're going to sell one of their biggest money-making developers, right? Like, Yeah, I know that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, just for me, on a game level, just talking about the game, does Injustice do well? Is that a popular series compared to Mortal Kombat? I, I see no. a lot of like clips where like there's videos of just the two two characters meeting each other and just the funny funny quips between them. But I, I like I don't hear anybody saying like play let's play Injustice or anything like that. It's always not been nearly Mortal to the level. And that's literally what this article is talking about, right? Yeah. Like that's why uh, if you were going to sell them, you want to sell them on a high the like Mortal Kombat 12 one. would be, right? Yeah. Versus Injustice 3. I think enough people enjoy Injustice 3, but you're absolutely right. Like, I, I never hear about it at Evo. I never hear about people talking about it on the streets. I don't know anyone's... I mean, I, I'm sure I could find someone streaming it, but really, you're going to see more streams of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, Mortal Kombat would be more interesting to me to purchase. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I've even saw, I think 11 was actually on sale this weekend or sometime with the, recently. Uh, I hovered over the buy button for a little while there. And I was like, I, was like, I know Steve would play this with me, but it's like, would I get my money out of it? I, just don't I would know. say if it, it was the ultimate edition and you got both those story, single story alone right there, it's worth the money. Definitely worth the money. Okay. I, I enjoy check. those stories. Uh, they're, they're silly, like, you know. I wouldn't take it like an Oscar nominated like story, <laughs> yeah. but it's still really fun and enjoyable. And if you know those characters, you're probably going to fall in love with it. Like me mm -hmm. going off of uh, things that Jeff Grubb said, we go on to number two uh, and we find out that a PlayStation exclusive adventure game uh, called wild uh, apparently has been completely canceled or, and uh, dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> and or dead and or dead. Uh, he went on to claim that, uh, while the PlayStation exclusive adventure game announced in 2014 has reportedly been canceled after years of public silence around the project. That's according to journalist Jeff Grubb, who claimed that Michael Ansel, uh, guy behind Rayman, Beyond Good and Evil, title has ceased production. Uh, in his quotes, I can confirm the game is fully done. There is no Wild anymore. Wild is dead. Uh, he added, I think Michael Ansel abandoned the project. He's not working on it anymore. The project got shut down. The team has that was working on it is also looking at maybe trying to stay together and work on other projects. I don't know what happened with that, but they were like, we're not working on wild anymore, but we do have a lot of talent here. So maybe we can work on some other stuff. Uh, if you don't remember wild, uh, that's probably because it hasn't been seen since 2015 during the Paris games week. And uh, most recently he posted images of the game in 2017 um most then, recently <laughs> yeah i know right and then Ansel also announced his retirement from the video game industry in september 2020 so it's not too surprising that it didn't get any further uh but yeah we lost another exclusive not one that i think anyone worried about anymore because when this was released it was supposed to be a ps4 game anyway so uh i think even if it came out it was going to probably feel dated and i honestly I think this will summarize everything we have to talk about here, but like, do you remember this game, Chris? 
No, I exactly, I don't <laughs> exactly. Nobody does. Even myself, I had to like look up a lot of stuff here just to remember. Like, oh, I kind of remember it, but like, and it is fine. You know, the concept that you were like some kind of shaman and you just like take over different animals and. That's it, cool it, it, to me. Looking at it, it look, reminded me of Horizon, just without the actual mechanical robot animals. <laughs> For sure. And I'm like, and there's probably some more going on with it, but uh, yeah, I would have liked to play some cute animals and, you know, adventure. But overall, I don't think anyone's going to be too sad on this one, but uh, I figured I'd mention there it is PlayStation. And with the lack of news we've been getting, <laughs> it's like, I'll take anything that says PlayStation. Ah, so we go on to number three. Activision has confirmed that all of its core studios are now working on Call of Duty franchises. Chris. Uh, does this mean that they'll actually, like, maybe update the engine or reduce the game size by 100 gigs? Like, to me, to me like, I'm going to read this, but I'm just... To me, it's like this feels almost people get mad probably, but it feels like these are almost like FIFA games and sports games that keep coming out. They update their roster. That is it. They'll take components that have always been in them out. Then they'll add them back and then they'll add something new, but then they'll take it out. I don't know. It's just these games need to get revitalized. I don't know if Vanguard is going to be the one that does it, but. The publisher revealed the latest premium entry in the blockbuster series, Call of Duty Vanguard. On Thursday, when it said eight of its 10 core studios are contributing to the upcoming game or the free-to-play Warzone. Development of Vanguard is led by Sledgehammer Games, with Treyarch handling Zombies and Raven leading Warzone. So many companies. Additionally, <laughs> development it gets worse. Support, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Additional development support across the two games is coming from Beanox, Demonware, High Moon Studios, Activision Shanghai, and Toys for Bob. Meanwhile, original Call of Duty creator in Infinity Ward was still... I forgot about that one. Yep. <laughs> ...was still adding new maps to the 2019's Modern Warfare as recently as June and is understood to be working on the next entry in the series. Talking about the next entry when it's Come already on. coming we're out. Hoping, we're I, hoping for Ghost 2. We're Ghost hoping for Ghost 2. <laughs> it's going to be a... Oh, man. It's going to be the best... And earlier this month, Activision announced the formation of an internal mobile studio. That's what we wanted, baby, which is currently working a new entry in the Call of Duty series with support from Beanox and Shanghai. I need more uh, avenues to spend those loot boxes. <laughs> One thing to make note of uh, during the Call of Duty trailer, it omitted the Activision logo. Scandalous. Chris. I'm ready to blow your mind. Are you ready for this? I don't know how you could possibly blow my oh, mind. You're going to love this. You're <laughs> going to love this. Okay, here we go. So we found out, and I think I could only find out, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, for Xbox. I, I can't find the PS5 on uh, extra Microsoft's Xbox Series X. Vanguard by itself will take 270 gigs of your what? hard drive. <laughs> what? Why is this yes. out? This is out? No, no, oh. it's just that uh, Microsoft allows you to see uh, the uh, file sizes when you're pre-ordering games. 270 gigs. Now, I want to like, let you how many know. Com- how many more companies I, I do they need? I need to let you know that Xbox Series S, after OS and everything else, only has about 350-some gigs of space. Even if they give you the option of choosing what components you want installed, because I think some of the newer ones maybe does that. Well, I know Warzone can be separate, so I don't know if you could... 
I, if you just want the campaign, just install the campaign or whatnot. But that is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. How like you keep hearing stories of talent coming out of these companies, moving on to form new companies. How did these this company not know how to reduce the size of these games? I feel like we're on a broken record here. Is this a, are we getting pranked here? Because this is just ridiculous. This is it is absolutely astronomical, and it, it yeah, you're right. It absolutely makes no sense, and it definitely shows that they are just they're either developing wrong or it's what I think it is, and they're just building on, building on, and yeah. they just keep adding to the same like basically content, and yeah, it just it gets bigger yeah. and bigger. I don't know if it's maybe the engine too that they're using. Like it's just, it's just not optimized properly anymore. And they just keep adding all the files in and then they want to add more to the game. So they just, they don't want to take out any of the other files that were already there. Because if you take out one of those, it could break the game. So then they put more layers. That's why these bugs keep coming back. They'll do, they'll, there'll be a bug in the game. They'll patch it. Then they'll release some special new event content coming out and then that bug will come back because they keep layering upon layers of crap <sighs> it is yeah it is something i mean i'm not looking forward to it i don't care i'm so sick and tired of world war ii shooters like i've always said that's why i'm more well, interested in timeline <laughs> <laughs> oh it's gonna change the world yeah I'll probably um, get it. but i guess you know it brings up a better conversation that mean you were talking about last week and the rumors were always that playstation was going to have a showcase and it was being held up because of the release of the next call of duty game uh we found out basically that's not true uh (laughs) vanguard released i believe in warzone is when the trailer first got revealed they're trying to do like fortnite stuff right um and then yeah it basically kind of makes me feel like we're not getting that playstation showcase i guess i'll admit i'm wrong but that's okay because i have something to talk about where i'm right uh so it will level itself out eventually uh but yeah it's disheartening i think i'm more on the belief that we're dealing with i think we talked about this before uh before recording but i believe we're heading towards or if not already there with the ps3 like sony where they just think they're too big to fail and they're going to make a lot of the moves that may be right for them. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're going to flop tomorrow. But at the same time, it's just a path that I think is not constructive for fans. And it's just not inclusive for them either. I don't know if you feel the same as I, but. Mm. Well, I am going to dig my heels in and say that there's still something coming. I, ha- I, I truly have to believe that there's something. Hopefully this week. I'm gonna say maybe Thursday. I feel like we're <laughs> just, just becoming. A random day. I feel like we're just becoming weathermen, though. Where yeah, like, you know, know our it's local weathermen are. Yes, exactly. It's going to rain. They've been saying that for two months, and then it finally rains. They're like, "See, we told See, you. We told you." And I, <laughs> and I, I don't want to do that here. And that's why I'm honestly yeah. like, now that they're still not doing it, we're we're at the end of August, basically. Uh, I just I have no faith anymore, and I'm just sadly I think we are going to deal with the Sony. That's just going to give us crappy little state of plays. Did we get one this month? Not this month, no. Yeah, and they've been trying to do one, I think, every month, right? Yes. At least every two months? Yeah, no, every month, yeah. So we haven't got one yet, so uh, maybe I can at least hope for that. But I don't even but know even what then, they would like, show. What's it going to be? The last one is Deathloop. C- could Woo. be Call of Duty. Maybe the exclusive footage <laughs> never before seen. <laughs> maybe I'm yeah. just digging my hole deeper. I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know, these weird trickle announcements that, yeah, they're not not great for me, and it's definitely not great for content for the podcast either. <laughs> no. Okay, so we're going to move on from that. Uh, and this is where I was referencing being right, so uh, let's have fun with this one. Uh, Bethesda has announced a remastered version of the original Quake for modern platforms to coincide with the game's 25th anniversary. Okay, Bethesda says the shooter has been updated for modern platforms with up to 4K resolutions and widescreen support on compatible platforms, enhanced models, dynamic lighting, anti-aliasing, uh, depth of field, and more. So if you get it for PS4, basically you're going to get a free upgrade to PlayStation 5, which then will bring you 120 hertz refresh rate, uh, and that is coming soon, apparently. Um, so anyway, we can get more about the game, but I just want to start this by saying, is this not a Bethesda game? That's now on PlayStation. Mm, and true. people told me that would never happen again. What? Yeah. You know, and it is weird because last week we talked about like, you know, how, um, oh, what was that? Um, Psychonauts 2 won't have a PS5 version, but it's still coming to the console, which is whatever, fine. And then uh, I can't remember the other one that just wasn't going to, oh, as Hellblade didn't get a patch. So it's like, there is still some weird pick and choose, but here we are. This is a game. It is semi-new. I would almost call it, I mean, it's a remastered. It's a standalone. You're buying it. And uh, there you go. It's on PlayStation. So we got, uh, I, I feel like but I win that bet we talked about a long time yeah. ago where that guy told me it would never happen other than Deathloop. And I'm like, yes, But Steve, they were already working on this ahead of time before the deal happened. Yes. And I also <laughs> want to bring out, just because I have to be right, uh, Skyrim Anniversary Edition <laughs> is coming out this November for PS5 and PS4. We have another Skyrim Edition. It is, again, another new purchable Skyrim, and it's also coming out on PlayStation, which then supports what they were saying about uh, game series that have lineages on other platforms that they're going to honor. Does that mean we're going to see Elder Scrolls 6? Elder Scroll, not Elder, uh, or Elden. But Steve, they were working on this before the deal. And honestly, that could be... I don't think so. I, I feel like the Skyrim one, no. Because I don't think they did that much to justify another version. Uh, we, well, could, I mean, we could debate Quake 2. Or I Quake, think I could but, play Skyrim on my fridge right now. Maybe my microwave. Uh, I think... Wasn't Alexa you could? Probably. Mm. It might be on our smartwatches, my too. Watch. Who knows? Yeah. Either way, it's another place I don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But getting, uh, like, you know, I, I'm kind of, I digress big time. I need to come back and ask you, Chris, does this mean anything to you, having Quake? Like, just specifically as the game or Bethesda? Uh, no, I'd say Quake, the game. No, because that, I did not grow up with playing Quake. Quake's never been a series I've really played. Like, I, I played Doom for sure. Like, who hasn't played Doom? Uh, Quake was always kind of the alternative, I mm. think, maybe. Yeah. But I was a more Unreal Tournament guy. So it was always Unreal Tournament or Doom. Yeah, no, Quake's never been an interest for me. And even if I... I'm sure I could go watch the trailer, and I'm almost certain it wouldn't do anything for me personally. And I, I did watch the trailer, and it yeah, it absolutely did nothing. I'm exactly... It could Echoing look amazing. Said, and I still don't think I care. Well, and it, but I don't know. I'm going to come off really hard, but it doesn't. It doesn't look amazing. It looks, it looks like the most basic PC game you can ever remember. It, 
like doom basically right like the yeah. first doom on your pc yeah they add all these things but like i mean i'm looking at a picture of it right now like it makes me want to cry like i have no interest in this i'm like you where i've played doom on pc i even that i don't hold in a high regard and then on top of that uh, unreal tournament i remember i think playing on ps2 i think it was like unreal tournament 2000 or something i can't remember it was or 2001 um but i remember playing that that's my only thing with that so i feel like you're right i don't know if i've ever played a quake game so it means nothing to me and that's where i i not that like this probably costs that much money to develop i don't think it's going to like i don't think that they expect it to just bring cash yeah. uh you know but really i'm just like who is this for because like i consider my myself pretty old and i'm like i don't even remember these games on pc yeah they cracked up on the vault for this one yeah, because I'm like, I play Diablo on PC, man. Like, I'm old. <laughs> like, I would happily go back to that one. Exactly. But yeah, no, Quake was not, never one that uh, I partaked in. I think I maybe tried like a free version of a Quake one time. Mm. And I might have done like the first level. And it was like, this was a no for me. Hopefully we're not burning any bridges with anybody. But I don't think, I, I don't hear too many people talking about Quake. No. <laughs> so i've yeah not my it's definitely probably in the history books i'll give it that it's definitely a game for the history but i'm sure it can stay there yeah there's (laughs) it's clearly someone out there is gonna buy it but yeah i'm like put it on game pass you know there you go you got it um and then yeah the skyrim special edition basically you're getting exactly that skyrim elder scrolls 5 skyrim special edition you're getting 500 plus creation club elements uh whatever the hell that means and then they added fishing and apparently that justifies this anniversary edition. So, hooray. Ah, we'll move on to number five. And this one is uh, also meh. <laughs> well, <laughs> hidden, the la- this one's on uh, Push Square, but Hidden the Last of Us 2 multiplayer asset hints at mysterious mode. I'm just going to summarize the hell of this, but basically people uh, asset uh, dived into Last of Us Part 2, the single player game found this map and it's of such size that people can only speculate that it looks like they might have been planning a battle royale mode in their multiplayer before it got split up and now is yeah. probably going to be its own thing that'd be the only uh, way to get me to go back to that game to try oh, see, battle this Ro- is funny because this is where we are the stark contrast of each other where yeah. i have no interest in battle royale i can gladly say i think i've only ever played one or two matches of PUBG, and then i've never played a battle royale again and uh i'm i'm proud of that I'm proud of not just, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I won't even touch on that, but it's whatever. I, this isn't going to, I have no interest in the last of us multiplayer mode or standalone game, whatever it ends up being, uh, when they do come out multiplayer, if it's an add on or if it's own a package, but I, I just, no, no, I'm yeah. done. I mean, we Can't knew they were, me. we knew they were planning some sort of multiplayer thing. I mean, that was yep. announced a million years ago. The fact that it was going to be a battle Royale, that is a bit of a twist to the story. Um. Yeah, I even then I still would be like, there's no way it's gonna be free at this point because it's been too much time since it came out. So I yeah. remember when it when we finished the game originally, we're like, yeah, if they throw in a multiplayer mode, it's too long, too late. We're, we've moved on. So I and that's probably why they have to sell it as like its own thing now. Standalone. Because I think yeah. you're right. It just wasn't because it was originally sold as like, oh, it will come out after. Oh yeah, it will come out after, and then eventually it took so long that they just stopped talking about it altogether. Now, yeah. only by rumors and leaks does it 
like are we basically confident that it, it is still being worked on but yeah is definitely its own thing and yeah. uh you know i guess there are there is a fan base for that multiplayer mm-hmm. mode uh but still a lot of people us. streaming uh last was part two Okay, in real PlayStation news, number six, we find out that a new report reveals why PlayStation's shuttered its AAA VR studio. This one comes from IGN. A helicopter-based VR title named SAR, which is uh, C-S-A-R, Combat Search and Rescue, uh, was exactly that. You were going to be a helicopter pilot in a VR game, and you were going to do a little rescue missions with your quaint little helicopter. Uh, You know, whether or not that speaks to you, I actually not having a VR uh, unit whatsoever. Uh, I actually probably would have played that. Um, but anyway, after five years after they created, they weren't even out of pre-production, and Sony just closed the doors. And we kind of heard about this before, but now we're finally figuring out why. And it's all thanks to Polygon. Uh, and basically, uh, to sum it up quickly and not go through everything, you can look this up yourself. Like I said, it's IGN or go to Polygon. But uh, it sounds like everyone, uh, a number of issues surrounding progress on the title were tied to higher-ups within the project. The two main names that popped up was Eric Matthews, who is also the co-founder of Bitmap Brothers, and then Sony's research director, Mark Green. Uh, A lot of talk of them only really coming in the office once a week, and they weren't really great with communication. They didn't want to hear other people's ideas, and they didn't want to defer from their original ideas and they just yeah really hard to work with is the summary uh but yeah we finally have an understanding what happened to that studio it was founded for this game and it was closed for this game congratulations chris what have you played a vr rescue helicopter game i'm always willing to try most of the vr games like hopefully there's demos that i could try like i remember when we tried the iron man one that was kind of neat um yeah i always try them i don't know just by hearing what it was, I don't know if I'd be like, yeah, I'm sold. I'd be like, I hope there's a demo that I could at least try it just to see. Um, there was one thing I wanted to try. I think Ace Combat had a VR mission or something you could play in one of them, the more recent Ace Combat games. Apparently that one was really cool. So maybe they saw that one or something and it was like, oh, our helicopter one doesn't <laughs> compete against this Ace Combat one single mission or whatever it was, but... Uh, I never did try that one out because I didn't get the Ace Combat game, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to try it. It sounds kind of interesting, but yeah, it's like, yeah, if you don't have people who are running the show taking criticism and suggestions on how to evolve the game and whatnot, that's, you're not going to go very far. We've seen some companies like that in the past and it doesn't usually work out for them. Nope. I, uh, you know, I feel for the studio. I wish it would have ended up better, but... Uh, I'm also going to add, too, this is another one that's, like, uh, wild from earlier. I had no recollection of this existing. Well, so, they never came out with this game. No. Well, no, I know, but it's, like, uh, like the studio existing and then not existing. I don't think it's something that I even remember hearing about. I remember hearing about it in passing, like just basically people said, Oh, that's weird. The studio that never released a game is just not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, you're right. Like, I don't think too many people were, I, you know, you get it most of the time. It's like, you never released anything. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, so we can move on to, uh, just speaking of not releasing things. <laughs> yes. Speaking of not releasing things, we go to number seven. 
and uh, abandons developer main developer is sad. That is Hassan Karman. Uh, really great article on NME. Uh, but basically, I recommend reading the article. It goes over a lot of points. A lot of it, him just coming off like sulking. Like he doesn't understand why people would perceive him as a con man considering he's only had, what, seven failed games and he's never actually released anything in the entire history of him and his studio. Well, one uh, came out, just another co- company took it over. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but I thought they closed it too. It, it's just Probably. like... I don't think it's on Steam anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everything he's ever done has been removed. And then it's just, it gets so much weirder. Like, he basically talks about what the game should be and to... to and. M-E, the site, but then he also tells them not to release any information on it, so then everyone's like, he just keeps emphasizing that it's not a survival horror, and it's not what people think it is, and it's like, nobody thinks anything because you are not concise about anything. Yeah. You know, all the trailers are just <laughs> gobbledygook at this point, No, yeah. uh, and I use trailers lightly, uh, teasers, if you will. Yeah. Uh, the app was shenanigans, so now he's basically come out and saying that he regrets the app and it was probably a bad decision, which is like, you think? Uh, and then he talks about all this other stuff like Unreal Engine 5. I don't even know how an indie developer gets access to Unreal Engine 5. Uh, <laughs> it's just, nothing here makes any sense. I really do recommend reading it, but uh, yeah, he just wants you to know that he's not a con man, but uh, I'm here to tell you that he's most likely a con man, and uh, yeah, we just... I, and we're part of the problem too, but I, I'm at the point where I don't think I'm going to give him any more airtime. I, I think I'm done yeah. with this experience. It's just more depressing the further we go. And I, again, I'll emphasize what I said last time. I hope I'm wrong. I hope this is the con, or maybe not the con's not the right con term. Before but it's, the storm. <laughs> yeah, where it's kind of like it is Kojima or it's Konami or it's something, but it's just. It's so annoying at this point that there's just I, there's zero percent chance in my mind. It, yeah. Yes, I think everyone's so annoyed that like there's no way this game's successful. Wow, well, I guess no way is a strong term, but uh, I just I don't see a path where this ends well for anyone. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's like I know there's fans of him. Apparently, there's he's got so many supporters and whatnot. Apparently, but. Just the whole article about him being sad about people thinking what he's doing. I feel like this is almost him laying the groundwork for more delays and potentially Uh more cancellations and then maybe another announcement. I I feel like like I'm almost I wouldn't even be surprised if this game doesn't even come out at this point. It's like even with Sony's backing. (laughs) Well, no, you're right. And even with the track record, like what did he do with all his previous titles? He would talk about uh, he would delay, say he's having issues, then come out again and be like, actually, we're going to add, yeah, like, I can't remember the prior game, uh, but he, like, randomly was like, you know what, we're going to add a VR mode, and then it's like, oh, uh, that's not working out, another delay, and then he just never talks about, it. well, what's he doing here? He's bringing up Unreal 5, he's bringing up MoCap, uh, he's talking about, like, oh, experiences you've never had before, like, running will put you out of breath, and then you can't aim as good, and how you take damage will be unique, and I'm like, you're just talking a lot of things that sound fancy, but like you have nothing to show. You can't even show a gameplay trailer. Like, and then if you're talking about switching Unreal Engine 5 now, like, you know how many years this game must be out? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I, I maybe I'm all wrong, but uh, I don't think I am. So I don't, I don't think you are either. It's it just feels like at this point, yeah, like you say, it's like it just it hurt, physically hurts me to talk about it anymore because it's like it's just I don't, I don't know if anything's ever going to exist from it. I, really I just don't. feel bad for any like his investors. I feel bad for Sony. Uh, I just. I don't think you're going to get the return on this one that you think you are. So many technical issues of different games in the past and all this hubbub about having to release an app to play a teaser trailer for 30 seconds. A teaser trailer that ended up being the same freaking Twitter post on YouTube. from three days ago. But you needed to design a whole app to play this thing. I just, yeah, it's weird. I And then like I love that he also brings forth that he's like, Oh, my my team doesn't even want to come out in the public spotlight because now they're scared of being ridiculed for being a part of this project. I'm like, they doesn't exist. <laughs> they, they didn't like nobody knew of them before any of this controversy came out. Like, you know, like it's just, it, I'm like, wow, man, if it's five hamsters in the back of like an Arby's, <laughs> I'm going to be like working on this game. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, so we move on. To our last two that but are kind of the same. So we're going to talk about Hades. Uh, and we're mainly going to talk about how 93% of Hades box sales are on PlayStation. Raising an Xbox Game Pass questions. That's right. We're not done making fun of Game Pass. We never will be. <laughs> and we just have more ammo in our arsenal to take it down. Uh, so we go on. This is articles from Forbes. A whole lot of people are discovering the magic of Hades for the first time with the game's release on consoles with the new box copy and its arrival on game, Xbox Game Pass at the same time. Last year's Game of the Year contender winner in many circles is a joy to play, but numbers about how it's performing are interesting, to say the least. In UK, we have data that shows 70% of Hades box sales are on PS5, 23% are on PS4, and only 7% are on Xbox. So 93% of Hades sales being on PlayStation has naturally become ammo loaded into the console war machine gun being fired towards Xbox. Of course, the obvious answer is, well, duh, Hades is out on Game Pass, but it's a little more complicated than that and probably worth exploring. Microsoft has previously said that one advantage of Game Pass is the potential for significant sales of a game. We have seen this happen at times. Rage Squid's Descenders reported a sale increase of five times after appearing on Game Pass. Microsoft reports that Game Pass players spend 20% more time gaming, play 30% more total game in general, which should have been games, and explore more different genres. All of this can lead to increased sales for games that may have otherwise been discovered. Okay, so I think that's all we need to say to be like, okay, well, you said there's increased sales in these games, but we're finding quite the opposite. Now, I will point out just in fairness, UK is biased for PlayStation. Yeah. I feel like the sales always suggest that it's not like this in North America. So I do feel like, okay, maybe it's a little different, but you can kind of read into 93%, even if they are biased. Like, what are the numbers elsewhere, right? Mm -hmm. MLB the show, right? Uh, we talk about this all the time. Games that are should be free in the other console aren't there. Not to mention that like people also have to take stock in that not as many people who have Xboxes actually have Game Pass. It's actually, a, I would say, it's a minority of Xbox owners. So on top of that, I just feel like if you're not getting sales from the other people that have Xbox, I don't know. Like, yeah, that just doesn't sound great. Chris, what are your thoughts on this? Does this speak... 
Yeah, like it's hard, like you say, it's hard to say when it comes to UK because they definitely are, they definitely lean more towards the Sony side of things that we've been seeing lately anyway. Well, for a while anyway. Uh, I think we both know Hades is a success story, whether we've played it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a little surprising how there isn't more on the Xbox side of things, at least in UK anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we were talking about beforehand, like how I pretty much spent a uh, dollar to get three months of Xbox Game Pass, and I'm playing like f- three or four games that are not like full price games. Well, some of them are full price games, um, brand new ones too. And it's like, I don't, I, I, we, we keep talking about, it, but it's like, I still don't see how they're making their money. I just don't get it. And they're definitely not. And I think that's the thing is that you can, you can run around pretending it, but until you show me the science, how you came across this number. We even brought up the, uh, I believe it was Sean Layden uh, interview yeah. where even he came out and said like, you would have to have such a high subscription base that they're not even close to. I think he was talking about almost 500 million subscribers. It was yeah. something insane. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. It's great. Uh, but we can move on to the next one that, you know, is kind of more to what we're already mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, this one comes from Eurogamer, uh, but we found out this week Outriders dev says Square Enix yet to pay it a royalty fee uh, and then suggests game failed to even break even. Uh, so I would recommend reading this for yourself. There's a lot of data here, uh, but the, the gist of it is basically that Outriders came out. So Square Enix really went off the bat saying it did so well. Uh, it's going to be our newest franchise. We're all up on this. We, we can't wait. Uh, but now we find out that the developer has no royalties, and the reason they got no royalty check is essentially because the game never even broke even yet. Yeah, yeah and it hasn't even accumulated development costs. That's a problem with that type of game, because that game, I think they already they jumped the gun when it first came out, saying that they weren't planning on like adding expansions and DLC. They were going to patch it in like in the sense of a live service game. T- you know, keep it functional, keep it relatively fresh as it can be. But they they jumped and said, we're not adding anything to this game. So people like will play it on Game Pass. They'll get through the storyline. They'll realize the end game wasn't really there, for, at least in the beginning. I don't know if it's there now. I don't think it is. From what well, there, see, the problem is, and this I think is another issue that probably hurts it, is it's not a games of service. Yeah. They literally tell you outright it's a single player game that you can play cooperatively. There is no end game. Yeah. You beat the game. That's your end game. Your end game is watching credits go. So that's the thing. Yeah, a game like this can't and probably won't continue. Like maybe Square Enix will now tell them like, "Well, you did better than we thought, so maybe you want to add some more content." But at least for now, we don't know anything about that. Uh yeah. so this game's a standalone game and you make your money in the first I'd say two, three months is when, well, the first month you do the best and, you know, it descends after that. Yeah. Uh, so you're already the bulk of your money and it didn't even accumulate, like it didn't even make up for the development costs. That's not a good place to be in. On top of that, I think Square Enix personally screwed them over by taking the Game Pass money and that probably in contract never came back to the mm-hmm. studio, which is very upsetting. Yeah. I think it kind of screws them over. So Square walks away from this. Oh, yeah, this is a successful franchise. Xbox gave us 40 mil for this. Oh, and like again, I'm speculating numbers. I'm just throwing crazy numbers. Maybe it's only 20 mil. I don't know. Um, but that doesn't help people can fly, Studio. 
You know, I just, I don't know. It's just another thing. Even if you think we're absolutely wrong, even if you think we bag on Game Pass too much, I just want you to at least look at, you know, the breadcrumbs and see where it may lead, you know? Yeah. I don't know how they would make it work. Like, would Game Pass be more ideal to just include live service games or maybe just more extended demos of games where it's like you can play the first three hours of a game and then if you're really interested then you could like pay for it or you hit like a wall at some point you know and you have to like then okay now i want to buy this game because i like it maybe that's the better way to do this thing more of as a a trial system for games i don't know because it's because it's like it would have to get so expensive before it would make someone even like me want to jump into it because like again i play games on pc sometimes as well so i could also do game pass but like it i just have no incentive the games they have like 12 minutes like it's not expensive enough for me just i'll buy it on playstation uh hades i'm going to buy on playstation i i like i and i know that's more the type of person i am i buy my games i have no issue that i want to it's just like my movies if i really like your movie i'm going to buy it on uh probably itunes and watch it in 4k when i want to uh, if it's good enough, I'll do that. It just makes sense to me. I've always been that way, and I get that doesn't speak for everyone, but like for them to get a guy like me, your regular person, like you would have to be adding banger after banger until I can't even ignore this uh, service anymore. But to do that, again, it'd be astronomically expensive. Yeah. I just, uh, even Microsoft would fold by the time <laughs> like they got my interest. <laughs> and, I, like, and that's the thing. It's not even me playing favorites. I don't subscribe to PlayStation now either. Yeah. And even if it was free and like we've talked about the tier system and I can't speak like if, you know, if our dreams came true and they added Netflix and Crunchyroll, all that stuff, I might subscribe to it. But if they added just a tier where it's PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, I still wouldn't subscribe to it. I'm just going to buy my games. Yeah. And I still think PlayStation Now is doing it smarter because they don't have to pay nearly as high to give you a game that you may have not tried. But hey, like let's say Marvel's Avengers. They added that last month, this month. I can't remember anymore. Um, and some people may try get to try it now and see if they like it before dropping bigger stacks. And like the reward of that too is also like if you did happen to like it, well, guess what? Square Enix, uh, sorry, Marvel's Avengers didn't do that well. So guess what? You get to buy for cheaper too. So I don't know. Whatever. You, everyone has their own take, but that's just mine. I, I think uh, it it's, just seems like a losing battle to try to make this a success. And it, I feel bad for the teams that are getting thrown under the bus to partner with Game Pass when it seems like it might be hurting them more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree 100% with what you said there. Yeah. Okay, so that is it for all our articles. We move on to homework. What is homework? Homework is when we don't have enough time in the show to give you everything that came out this week, so we just give you the article name, the site you can find on, and then we just ask that you go educate yourself if it sounds interesting to you. So we start with Cyberpunk 2077's first DLC is now available in the game's biggest patch yet. This one comes from VGC, uh, but <laughs> following that, Cyberpunk also dropped out of the PS Store chart a month after taking number one spot after it finally came back to the store. Uh, that one's also from VGC. Uh, Avengers dev insists PlayStation exclusive Spider-Man is still coming this year. VGC. And inside the mind of PlayStation Studios, Herman Holst. Interesting article if you want to hear what's banging around in his head. That one's in Game Informer. And the last one, the inf- unforgettable Ghost of Tsushima opening that almost wasn't. Art of the Level, that one's on IGN. 
And uh, very interesting uh, how Ghost of Tsushima almost didn't have its amazing intro that it does. Other than that, we finished homework. We finished the articles. Uh, we just, we're done. I'm stressed out. I'm going. <laughs> I'm leaving you, Chris. Uh, thank you very much for joining us again. Thanks for giving us that most valuable currency you have, which is your time. It humbles us. We appreciate it. And goodbye until next Monday. Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs>